We have been talking about the minimum wage because it is set to go up here in B.C. come September. And we're learning that it will go up more than expected. Not a lot more. It was expected to go up 10 cents. The B.C. government now saying they are consulting with businesses about how much more. And we're told it should likely be in the 30 cent range, taking it to about 10.75 per hour. There are calls, though, every time we talk about the minimum wage for $13 an hour, $15 an hour. And just south of the border in Seattle, that is exactly what's happening, a move to get to $15 per hour. We're joined now by Jacob Victor. He's a principal investigator at the Evans School of Public Policy and Governance in Washington State. They have been looking at the effects of Seattle moving to the $15 per hour model. And Jacob is with us on the line. Jacob, thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. We've certainly been looking a lot at the experience in Seattle as it's always a topic of discussion here in Vancouver, especially because Vancouver is a rather expensive city to live in as well. Uh, Have you been looking, though, at at what's happening with businesses moving to the $15 per hour model and what effects that's having on the economy? Yes, they're not going there quite yet. Currently, the minimum wage in Seattle is $13 an hour for large businesses, and it can be as low as 11.50 for some of the smaller businesses. But we're in a transition period over a period of several years where we'll get to $15 an hour by next year for the large businesses, and then the small businesses will have until 2021. And is that, I think I read this, is it the, the magic number is 500 employees to, to be the difference between a large business and a smaller one? That's correct. 500 employees nationwide. So and one of the controversial aspects of the law is that we have a lot of businesses that are franchise businesses. So if you own a McDonald's uh, or in another type of uh, or establishment that has a network of affiliates across the country, all those other employees of the same brand count towards that 500. So you might own a single McDonald's restaurant that has 30 employees, but you're still counted as a large business. Interesting, because then the employees in Seattle would be making the $15 an hour compared to, say, employees in Oregon, one state down, wouldn't, or even just outside of Seattle, wouldn't be making the same wage. That's right. The, the, the state minimum wage in Washington right now is $9.47 an hour. So you can go right outside the city limits here, and that would be the minimum that would apply. Uh, I would imagine there was some pushback. We certainly have that, or we have debate on both sides of it here in Vancouver. Uh, Was there fear or pushback when this model was first talked about and brought in? I'd say there still is fear. What we're hearing from some of the business owners is that the first couple of steps towards $15 an hour have not been too difficult for them. Uh, In Seattle, it is an expensive city, and, and wages to start out tended to be a little bit higher than the 947 and so moving to 11 was not that hard. Moving to 13 may be a little bit more difficult, but we are hearing a lot of fear about what's going to happen next year when we go to 15 for the large businesses. And what happens if the economy starts to uh, get a little bit softer? Uh, because there is some concern that, that Seattle can handle higher wages if there's a lot of prosperity in the economy. But once there's a downturn or a recession, that a lot of jobs could evaporate. Uh, that's certainly one of the concerns here as well. And our uh, the Canadian or the um, 
the Federation of Independent Business is saying exactly that. With the, our government tying minimum wage to inflation, it's great that they're now saying we're an economic leader and therefore it's going up even more. But if things turn, uh, we don't often hear, or I don't suppose, I don't think I've ever heard uh, of a place cutting minimum wage or reducing it. I haven't heard of that either. Uh, it, it is very difficult uh, to politically uh, to, to gather up the, the will to do something like reduce the minimum wage. Uh, but I think that there is that is part of the concern here, too, is that these higher labor costs are going to sort of get baked in here. And once you've done it, it's very hard to go back. Uh, I spoke with a, a small business owner here yesterday, and he said he's all in favor of it as long as there's a level playing field, but did say businesses will be forced to pass the cost on to the customer. Is that what you've seen, or have you looked at that, if there has been that effect in Seattle? We've been keeping a close eye on prices, and here's what we found. The biggest price increases have been in the restaurant sector, uh, where on average we've seen price increases around 7 or 8% uh, in the year or so since the minimum wage first went up in Seattle. Outside of the restaurant sector, the price increases have been much more muted. Uh, if you look at other types of retail establishments or service establishments, uh, we think that there is a lot more competitive pressure on prices in some of those industries, and so the price increases have been modest. But we did a survey of about 600 business owners here in Seattle, and the most common thing that they said when we asked them, how will you react to this minimum wage increase, the, the most common answer was, we're going to raise prices. Uh, so why do you think there's such a, a difference between the service industry and other businesses that fall under this category of minimum wage? Mm-hmm. I'd say, so I think about the, the way that a restaurant uh, serves its products versus any other type of business that, that sells something. If you walk into a restaurant, uh, you know, you're, you're hungry and you want something now. And if it costs a little bit more than it used to, it doesn't stop you from being hungry. And you're not going to try to go online to, to buy a meal. You're there in the restaurant, you're going to do it. Uh, any other type of retail business is typically facing greater competition uh, you know, if you are just looking for a can of paint or something, uh, the the question of well, will I go to this shop in Seattle or will I go right outside the city limits? Uh, typically, there's a little bit more forethought that goes into that type of purchase, and the competitive pressure on the businesses in Seattle to not raise prices over the the businesses that are right outside the city limits is greater. Well, and that that was an interesting part of it, too, because there's been talk here of uh, because our minimum wage is province wide, but there is the question of of just having one for Vancouver. Uh, But how do those businesses then react? Because there is always going to be the border and there's going to be one business on one side of it that doesn't have to follow the minimum wage rule that the one on the other side does. We've heard from some businesses that they are thinking about moving their location. And we heard from one business owner, for example, who had opened a second location inside the city limits, and and this owner told us that if they had known ahead of time that the minimum wage would be going up in Seattle, they would have opened their second location outside the city rather than inside the city. So there is a little bit of concern there that that you're going to that this policy that is so geographically specific is going to push businesses around. All that being said, we only heard that from a small number of business owners. For the most part, the businesses that are in Seattle are kind of, you know, they they are not really thinking too seriously about moving their operations, at least for the time being. Uh, And Jacob, just before I let you go, has there been anything else that you've been studying this? Are are there any other uh, unintended consequences or anything that you have found that perhaps came as a bit of a surprise? 
I'd say, you know, one of the things that, that was sort of interesting to us, in addition to surveying businesses, we've talked to a lot of workers. And the workers are now experiencing this, this change in their paychecks, which most of them see as a very good thing. But a lot of them are worried as well. They are worried about the price increases. They are worried about businesses and whether businesses can survive, particularly, you know, the, a lot of concern is being expressed over sort of the family-run businesses, the mom-and-pop operations. So I think that everybody is going into this with, with a very clear idea that this minimum wage could have adverse consequences, and it's not just the business owners that have expressed this concern. Uh, interesting findings. Jacob, thank you again so much. I appreciate that you made time for us this morning. Well, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. All right. Thanks so much. That is Jacob Vigdor. He is a principal investigator with the Evans School of Public Policy and Governance in Washington State, uh, joining us to talk about some of the research they have done as Seattle, the city of Seattle, moves to the $15 per hour minimum wage. We'll take a short break. When we come back, Michael Campbell is here to let us know what's happening in the business world. We'll find out what's next on Money Talks. That's coming up.